righty, all righty. Another episode of Draft Brothers. I am your host, Kid Will. I'm hanging with my brother, Mario Montana. Yo, what's going on, fellas? And also with my other brother, B. What's good? Man, another day in paradise. Yeah. I'm not in paradise. I feel you, though. You know, that's... Uh, that's not what we're living in right now. But I see, no. So this topic for today is the NFL, of course, that's our platform. The NFL pledged $250 million to support, well, over a 10-year, over a 10-year, over a 10-year stand to help the Black Lives Matter call. So, I'm trying to say, I have a couple different ways I want to speak on this, but I'm going to hand it to one of my brothers first, so we can kind of see, y'all can see how the draft brothers feel about that, the whole ordeal, and has, now granted, this just came out, 6 o'clock, Thursday. June 11th. We recorded this 9 o'clock Thursday, June 11th. So we pretty much, it's new. And this is how we feel right now. This is give you a kind of a message today. I'm going to give it to Mario first. Mario, talk to me. All right. Mr. NFL. And donated two hundred fifty mil. Well, um, only thing I have to say is, Mister NFL, why does it take a black man to get murdered on TV? Why does it take Callan Kaepernick to take a knee for all the injustice and everything that he went through with all the foolishness that's happening today? Why does it take seven countries to protest for the foolishness that's happening over here right now? Wait, wait, got got a good one for you. Got a good one. Why does it take coronavirus? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. (laughs) Coronavirus to take away the NBA finals. Because everybody would have been glued to the TV. Take away the Olympic. Ooh, we. Everybody would be glued to their TV. Take away going to the movies. Take away all these sports, all these different activities. Take away all of that. So now, everybody ain't so busy. You can't go to work. You're at home. You watch the TV. First, you see the kid get murdered and enjoy it. And then you realize that this happened a couple of months ago. And these people been at home chilling. Like they didn't just commit a damn murder. And all these people was like, my God, I can't believe that's happening in America. It took coronavirus to put you in front of the TV to see George Floyd get murdered by a cop on live TV. Wait, wait. 
Jesus. These people going home like they just committed a murder. We got to, we got to do something about this. But keep in mind, this ain't the first time we've seen black people getting murdered on live TV by cops. There's plenty of videos of these people going home to their family after they commit this murder on live TV. But everybody's been too busy to witness it, too busy to do anything, too busy to say anything. You know, our voice is so big. It took coronavirus to slow all this madness down. Took coronavirus to probably wake up the NFL to realize like you are uh, about seventy five percent of your employees is uh, people of color, and these are the people who's been um, been screaming about this forever. And, uh, took coronavirus for you to probably finally listen. So. Um, 250 million. That's cool. That's cool. They'll take it. Hopefully, um, do some good with it. Should have been a billion. Um, but I guess we shouldn't get greedy, I guess. So, um, kudos to the NFL. Yay. Gotcha. All right, cool. I mean, I feel, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you, brother. So, um, V, what you think? What's what's up? What you think? Okay. So I agree with my brother Mario. Um, it it shouldn't have taken all of the things that it's taken to get us to this point. Um, just looking at it from a financial standpoint, even though I know everybody's losing money during this time. I still think if we look at the, the amount of money it would take to rectify everything that's gone on over the last 400 plus years, where this is just the tip of the iceberg. If you, I've looked at some financial studies about what it would take to sort of, begin the process of evening things out and it's the figures are in the billions to start and end up in the trillions so the nfl so the nfl dropping to it's cool but (laughs) it's like the first it's like the first crack at the wall so um you only get you only get a couple points from me for that um I still think that the the best change that can occur would be inside of that organization. That that boys club is uh, f- still pr- predominantly white in terms of the ownership and the general. And so that's where I want to see the work done by the NFL. Uh, this you know donating to a couple groups that you know we we don't really know the visibility on how that's going to work out. Still you know early very early. So we give them, you know, a pass on that part. But <clears throat> I want some change inside of the NFL. It's a drop in the bucket for them. And it's, it's even less mm-hmm. in terms of evening out what's happened um, over these last 40 years. So that's my take on it. All right. So I'll touch on the same thing. I guess we all see pretty much eye to eye 
what was going on. So pretty much with me, I agree with Derek and I agree with Mario. It is a drop in the book because if we if we really think about it, take take place. Every single owner is worth a billion. Their franchise, every every franchise, is franchise is uh, worth a lot. Two hundred fifty million. If it was just one owner giving that, a whole nother. If every single owner says that we're giving two hundred million, I shut my mouth and I say nothing. 32 teams, 200 million, or even 100 million. What I do believe is that what we're going to run into is people who are going to say, well, they did this, so now this is that. No, it still doesn't mean that people aren't racist. Because me, I wholeheartedly believe that when you hit people in their pockets or you hit people where they live, this is when people respond. Because people don't understand the, the dynamic of it is that a lot of African American communities, but African American people, family is anybody who looks like them. You know what I'm saying? And money doesn't really apply to them. So they always are on their own the tail end of it. And so that's the same thing that happened in the sixties. In the Montgomery um, boycott, you know what I'm saying? It's like you saying people stand up. It's a lot of different things that I can go into in this one. Do I think I actually commend the NFL because I never would have thought in my wildest dreams, but I think they had some. What I say? They had to because let's keep it a bean, bean for people that. Keep it a hundred, keep it a buck. Anyway, from NASCAR, NASCAR can condemn Confederate flag. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm gonna ask my brothers. Okay, cool. They banned that. Who's gonna be at NASCAR game? Mario, what you think? They banned Confederate flag. Who's gonna be at NASCAR game? What you think? Well, um. You'll have uh, regular people who have a chance to actually get tickets to NASCAR races now because if anybody uh, knows anything about attending NASCAR races, it is, it's very popular. Tickets sell up very fast. And uh, a lot of those people that carry those Confederate flags are the ones that get those tickets early and often. So, it'll give the regular people to actually get there and see some good racing. So, uh, I think the stands will still be full, but just with different types of fans. What do you think, Bish? Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to try to keep it sports-related, but honestly, like, when I see these type of things happening, I see Bubba Wallace, you know, champion – them taking the Confederate flag out of NASCAR, uh, I think it's a nice gesture. I'm not, I'm not really the guy for the tokenism. You know what I mean? Okay, you took a flag down, you took a statue down. Cool, it's nice, you know, cool. But I want some more real change. Um, the the things that are going on are very, very light work, and 
yeah, it's gonna take a lot more to get me excited about the state of things than just them removing the flags. One thing I'll say about that, and here's the other thing about the Confederate flag, just some food for thought. No other place on this planet would you fly the flag of the, the of, of people who try to take over your country. No other Not, no, no 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 keep it real of a loser. Right. Exactly. They lost. They and so y'all still flying this flag. That's it doesn't make sense. No other place on the planet will you find that. Um yeah. So what does that tell you about what that flag really means to people? But we'll we can okay, so, talk about uh, that at different time. <laughs> Right, so, I mean, we're taking it to that territory. We can kind of shift if we need to, and I agree. And what, to me, actually baffles me is that it's still the flag still does fly here. And then some people say it's my heritage, my X, Y, Z, and then I'm like, okay, cool. And then in the same breath, they also say that why are you faulting me for something that my granddad and great granddad did, I that's not me. So you can't have it both ways. You can't still fly the flag and say that you're not racist. Exactly. And say that my, I, I wasn't the one who had slaves. You got to stick it to your battles, is what I feel. It's like you can say that it was my great granddaddy who had the slaves. I don't believe in slavery, but I still have, I still carry this Confederate flag. So that's my whole take on it. Like you can't be that own depth to life to be like, okay, cool. The Confederate flag was for people who were cool with slavery. That's what they were cool with. They're cool with slavery. That's it. They wanted slaves because it helped them with what they were trying to get. It was what it was. Now, granted, I'm not nowhere near dumb to not understand that it's slavery in North Korea. We're going to put that in there, too. Hey, y'all don't want to talk to us because I'm not confused. But that happened. And then to put everything in the process, okay, cool, this is what you believe in, this is what it is. But I'm still still waiting for that because this is what my heritage, but I'm not racist, but this is what this flag, guess what? You can't fly the Nazi flag in Germany. Hey, look, what? it's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Here, here, here's what you had. You had a Confederate flag and you had the United States flag. The United States flag, they won. And if anybody wants to fly a Confederate flag or wants to be a Confederate flag side of it, you get banned from this country. That's the way it should be. Yeah. You lost. Yeah. You know, you know what I feel is crazy is that in in Germany, the people who can't because you can't fly that flag and the Nazi flag in Germany, they fly the Confederate flag. So it's like, come on, what are we doing? So we, everywhere that you see, we understand what is if every time that they have a quote unquote rally. And people who are against a person, they fly that flag. So like, you know what it is, but you can't 
at some point in time, you can't stand behind saying that I'm only doing it because of my granddaddy, great granddaddy, following war. So they fought in a war to keep a certain individual in place, and everybody else used this same symbol as saying, hey, I'm the best superior. Come on, man, you can't do it. That's the only problem I got with it. I mean, I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it. At least on that aspect, but go back to the NFL whole perspective on it. I do like the idea that they gave two give that two hundred fifty years. I, I rock and, and I'm gonna be honest, I rock with it. The NASCAR because it's like this shows everybody, this should show the people, because the people who are so hell bent on the NFL that's gonna get the two fifty or the NASCAR that they end up considered black, they don't care, they they're not full racism. To be, it was keeping a bean. They're not about racism. They're about the green. They don't care about the black or the white or the brown. They care about the green. Because when you start losing sponsors, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Because the, if you, I've been to a NASCAR game. I've been to two NASCAR games. I could have counted probably on one hand how many people look like me in the whole race. Not the race, in the stadium. Kind of one hand, but the whole thing is that everybody who's a NASCAR fan believes that this is their belief. Because I've been there and I've seen all of that. They don't care nothing about me if I keep it a book. No. It's the whole shut up and dribble type mentality. What y'all think? I was, I was, I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked that they did it. I think that that was an error. Sports haven, even more so than maybe hockey. I thought that. It was just going to be that way forever. It's just unfortunate that we're in 2020 and we're now just having a conversation about that flag and the monuments to the Confederacy. It just shows you how ingrained in everybody's mind that the premise that what happened was okay. And that's my whole thing is that when we talk about systematic racism, this should be understood now. It's like because you still want to hold on to something that you know is racist because you say it's your heritage. But if you don't get rid of it, all you're doing is actually confirming what everybody else is saying. And I don't understand how people don't get that. It's like, okay, cool, check it. Robert E. Lee. Cool. What was he? He wanted to have slaves. You ride for him. You ride for him. But it's like you knew what he was about. But you're saying it's your heritage. But you don't say the the things that go on. You are a part of the oppression 
in the systematic portion of it. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But hey, man, we go. Hey, we. I'm. I want to be a part of the solution, not the problem. That's just me personally. I just want to make sure that what I do in my life, people look. Oh, he tried. Even if it this podcast made me nothing to nobody ever, but some people may listen to it and be like, they were trying to bring people together, understand the topic, and make people know that hey. This is wrong. This is right. That's all I care about. Mario, what you think? Hey, look here. We're going to take these 250 mil. Um, we're going to hope they give it to the right organization. The organization is going to make a change. It's going to make a difference. Um, like I said, it should have been a bill. But we'll take this 250 mil. Um, hopefully, everybody put it to good use. Um, hopefully, it makes some changes. Hopefully, it makes a big difference. Um, but like Barrick said, it's going to take somebody inside the organization to make some serious things because what they're doing right now, <clears throat> they're throwing money. Uh, this, this is what I call hutch money. You know, you throw a little exactly hush money. Right. That was that Jerry Jones money. Because I don't know if you guys were listening when you, um, there were players or people high up calling out the Cowboys. Like, um, well, the Cowboys haven't made a, made a statement. So you know where Jerry Jones stands. So that, I saw that circulate for about three days. On day number four, the NFL is giving up 250 mil. So I think Gary called, made a phone call, and, you know, of course, him, he got the biggest voice in all of the NFL. So made that phone call to Iowa. Maybe we should give something. Um, you know, everybody came up with a number uh, as far as owners goes, and they came up with that number, 250. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't think this. Let's see. Let's see. I, I, it, I don't think it's going to make a big difference. Um, because once once the dust clears, I think everything is going to go back to the same old, same old. Because, you know, you got to look at who's inside that organization. And I don't see those people going anywhere anytime soon. So unless that changes, then you'll see some real change in the NFL. Until then, you won't see any change. You're just throwing that little hush money out there right now. And I mean, that's it. It is what it is. Barry, you're right. You, yeah. You, yeah. I, I agree completely, man. Um, I think somebody in the PR you know, came to them and said, hey, we need to be on the right side of this. The the PC machine is moving. Everybody wants to be politically correct. We already have some bad press around these issues. Let's just put a number out there that sounds good. Let's make sure our number is bigger than every other company's number <laughs> so that we get seen <laughs> as, you know, the the... the 
the leaders of this movement. And if we're being honest, man, if the money isn't coming together, you know if, if the money isn't being pulled together, then you just got one little pocket here trying to do something and one little pocket there trying to do something. And that's only going to affect small amounts of change. And I, I, would, I would dare somebody yeah. to be wrong on that. You know what's crazy is I think that the NBA don't top that shit just off GP because you know Jordan did a hundred, and then the NFL did two fifty. NASCAR banned pretty much seventy five percent. NASCAR banned fifty percent of the audience. So NASCAR took a. I'm gonna be honest. The two fifty that the NFL did Gucci. Band then put banding a flag that ninety percent of your people. Yeah, is to me that is that's bigger because they're pretty much saying to check this out, man. We stand with we we're not trying to lose sponsors. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about you and how you feel. You can feel that type of way, but we we don't want you in our crowd. So this is the thing is that it's not about black, brown, white, whatever. It's about green. What the, what what that green what that green read about? Okay, cool. So we losing sponsors on this. You know what I'm saying? Tide, uh, Nike, but all you know, we I can't lose all these sponsors because people want to come out here and be disrespectful. It didn't matter before, but now this is the perfect time for the companies to like. Hey, this is what our constituents, not really constituents, but our consumers. Hey, man, we're losing this. you got to do this. Even if they don't really believe in what a lot of people believe in. And the only thing people are really asking for is just be treated equal. I, don't I really don't understand why that's a problem. That's not, that's hey, no, 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 that's not a problem. But here's what's crazy, though. <laughs> guess, <laughs> guess who's about to get their job back? <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. <Yeah. laughs> He's about to get his job. Hey, of the politically correct he, machine is moving. Yeah, he deserves a job in the NFL as a quarterback, rightfully so, compared to the quarterbacks we got in the NFL. So, you know, I'm not doubting that. I just think it's funny that he's about to get a job. Yep. I'll be honest, he never gonna, he's never going to accept a job. He, he was, me personally, I would never accept a job just off the strength. That's something different. The thing is, is that I've seen a couple of different organization saying that, oh yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna try to get. I'm like, I'm like come on, man. First of all, there's no reason hey. a quarterback three years. Look, he's been out for three years. Look, Kaepernick will be a fool if you take a job in the NFL. Kaepernick neither said thank you, but no thank you. He don't want a job as an NFL quarterback, but he'll take a job as an NFL. Uh, maybe a spokesperson or something because him as a quarterback, the last couple of years he played, he sucked. So imagine him getting out there, not having seen a field in, in three years. So it's even worse, probably. So he'll make um, 
better do for his uh his time as a spokesperson. Um and if he goes back as an athlete, then his voice will immediately <laughs> we'll forget about Kaepernick in less than six months. Guaranteed. Yep. He'd be a sideshow as opposed to um where he should be, which is um having his voice back and continuing to spread the message that he's intended to spread initially. Yeah, I think he should um um listen whatever they offer him, you know, I would just just take that um uh, as a, you know being a voice in the uh, in the NFL, yeah. you know. And like you mentioned yeah. earlier, it'll just be hush money if he comes back as a quarterback. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So this guy, all right, we gave you a chance, and then you know. Because I haven't seen anything in this play, you know, the last two seasons or whatever. Like, it, it was real sketchy. As, as it really was sketchy for him to be a backup because he was he stuck that bad. But as we seen the backup come after him, like, okay, all right, well, Kaepernick clearly is better than these people or whatever. So, all right, get a guy job now, but you know. As time passed, it was yeah. it got worse. More and more blatant that the NFL um, owners were in cahoots, and that that's the thing. None of none of that has changed. None of the like it's not like there's been a, a yeah. changeover in owners. Like the coaches are for the most part still the same. The general managers for the most part are still the same. all these people who still make the decisions are still there. You know, they don't. The, the only thing that would happen yeah. would be them signing him just to quiet the rumbling. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 really probably what it is. But anyway. Hey man, we gonna go ahead and wrap this, wrap it up. This is how we feel about it. <laughs>